Welcome to Seizure Salad with test subject Micah B, a salty, slightly cynical account of neurological disorders, the synaptic jolts that short-circuit one's world, and a search for answers in efforts to rewire the mind and create a new life. And now, Seizure Salad with your host and electrostatic meat sack, Micah B-Side. So you've been through this, and you've, you have fought through all of this, and luckily, as you had said, you, you, you had like, you had the discipline from the, the lifetime of football and stuff. And it sounded to me like you had at least a clear enough, uh, diagnosis that, that you were able to take steps to move forward. Um, so what happened after that? Tell us what happened after that. So I, I, I got diagnosed and went into my senior year, which uh, in Texas at the time, and, and I don't know if it, it's still this way, but every time you had a seizure, you have your license suspended for six months. So uh, rolling into senior year with uh, my mom dropping me off at school or uh, <laughs> my buddies picking me up, you know, not exactly the uh, the senior year I was expecting. And one thing that uh, I, I was extremely grateful for was uh, I have a group of friends that the, the last one joined the group in seventh grade. The first two members we met in kindergarten and we're still you know, best friends to this day. We still do golf trips every year and all that. And, and so cool. they were able to wrap around me. And one of them said, you know, I'll pick you up every morning, every chance I get. The other one, we played football together. So he took me home at night. So it made it a lot easier. It, it you know didn't remove everything that was frustrating about it, but looking back on it, I, I feel so grateful that they were a part of that because there is a lot of anger and frustration and anxiety. I mean, it was weird. The doctor saying reduce your stress as much as possible, and and no one ever once said, "Do you know how to do that properly?" It was just a go do this. Great, but, but on the flip side, it was every single moment of your life you could wake up you know, having uh, bit your tongue and bleeding through your mouth and pissed yourself and so. all this, but, but don't be nervous about it. You know, don't <laughs> increase your stress level. Uh, and so a lot of that I had to learn on my own. And uh, I, I'm a licensed therapist now and a certified coach. And I think being able to look back on our lives, there, there's a, a lot more uh, hindsight and ability to ke- connect the dots than being right then in the moment. And it was those early years that, really drove me to be a, a counselor because I was coaching myself and I was uh, my own therapist telling myself, well, yes, you can either just be anxious about this every single minute of the day and worry, is it, is it about to happen? Is it about to happen? Is it about to happen? Or you can just give in to the fact that this is now part of your life. It is going to happen and worrying about it is only going to make it worse and so I, I was doing these cognitive behavioral principles before I even knew it. And, and I met a, a, a few therapists and started talking to them and realized, oh, this is uh, what I've been doing for myself. And the other component uh, around, you know, how was I helping myself? It took me three or four years, but I realized that um, probably during my junior year of college that helping others uh, volunteering and, and doing uh, th- that type of stuff N- not only gave me that that sense of accomplishment, but for a few hours out of my day, I was able to to you know shove all the junk out of my brain 
and just focus on someone else or on a cause that I believed in that connected to a purpose that was higher than myself. And so I think those two factors really led me to go back to school, get my graduate degree in counseling psychology and, um, almost in a selfish way, knowing because I, I still volunteer with the Epilepsy Foundation of Colorado today. I love it, but uh, I know that I get as much out of it as I'm able to to give the foundation. And, and that's just part of um, what positive psychology kind of geeks call uh, a happiness hygiene plan. You know, what do you do to keep your happiness level high on a daily basis, just like brushing our teeth or combing our hair or, you know, whatever, washing our face, which I hope everyone's doing. Uh, we need to have plans or strategies in our life to maintain that high level of happiness, which, you know, reduce our stress, maintain our happiness, kind of uh, both of the same coin or uh, however you say it, but that's something that's important to me. So on a weekly basis, I'm doing something with FCO. Uh, and I'm not saying that to toot my own horn. I'm saying I need that. That is something that is part of my treatment plan and my happiness hygiene plan. Wow. I'm doing something right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it touches you. Are. It, it definitely, you, I didn't even realize I was using a technique and all that stuff, but it's, uh, <clears throat> now granted it, it kind of came from the, the self-healing from stepping outside of myself and, and helping others uh, wasn't the main intention of that. Well, at least the self-healing side. I, I felt it'd be great to be able to help others. Um, yes. Mm -hmm. So it was one of the uh, underlying intentions and goals of this, um, you know, to vent self-therapy, kind of just to vent and get it out there. Um, also to answer questions instead of having to, re-explain the same thing over and over again just get it out there it's like well had what about this go listen to the podcast um but then as i was doing it and i started getting feedback from other epileptics uh family members that you know are like now i understand and i'm gonna shift my behaviors to to better facilitate this and uh once i started realizing that then I started, what did you say? That, that happiness high. Is that what, is that how that you, happiness hygiene plan? Hi, yeah. The happiness hygiene. I noticed that stepping out of myself and, and it is, it's, it's going serving beyond myself and, and stepping out of that brain, that, that pretzel twist little mm -hmm. roller coaster that just that wheel, the gerbil in there. It's like, give the, give the gerbil a, a break mm -hmm. and, yeah, it, it yeah. really does. I, I totally understand what you're talking about there. So that is well, and, great. Now, when did for you me, the, Oh yeah, go well, ahead. The, the, the first kind of population I dove into helping, uh, in undergrad, I was walking through the psychology building and I saw that volunteers were needed for the local rape crisis center. Uh -huh. And it was one of those, whoa, you know, I've, I've never done anything around sexual assault. It, it's just fortunately never been a part of my life, but in my mind, it was one of those, those individuals are struggling so much more than I am. If someone has gone through a sexual assault or has been raped, something like that, I can't even fathom what that is like. And and for me, that was important in terms of, yeah, I, I, I feel like I have it bad because I'm trying to get uh, my head around this new diagnosis of a chronic condition. 
but man, that's nothing to what someone, uh, a victim of sexual assault or sexual abuse is going through. And, and so that was important to me, finding that population that I could really say they're going through something and I need to suck it up and, and be okay with the fact that life isn't fair. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to put it, man. That's a good way to put it. And yeah, an example from my side on that was, uh, one of our co-hosts, Austin, uh, 27 year old young man, you know, recently diagnosed it. It came on like a, like a wildfire, you know, and his, his really affect the psycho, uh, the psychological side. And, uh, when he drops, he drops hard. Mm, Um, I've had to, I've, we've had to reschedule or cancel, uh, multiple recording sessions because of some of the stuff. He's got a great wife, two beautiful little kiddos. And, um, <sighs> so when I, like you said, when I get into my own, like pity party in my headspace, I step back and I think about him and mm. it, it makes me, it makes me self check and go, okay, okay. Yeah. I, if, if he's dealing with that man and he's still trucking along, I, I can get through this. Yeah. 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 But, but you, I, I'm sorry to hear what is occurring, but uh, I, I think that it also provides perspective at times. Exactly. 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 And we're not trying to minimize anybody's uh, condition because you, all of us go through our own personal hell and it's like you said, life is unfair. And, and just because somebody has it worse than you, it doesn't mean your specific situation yes. should be minimized by any means. By yes. Any means. It's not a competition. It's not an either or it's yeah. a both and type thing. Um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. So it, I completely agree with that. Yeah. It's one of the worst things you can say in a conversation with a bunch of people with neurological or, or, or trauma conditions and stuff is you think you got it bad. Uh, you know, you just want to that guy in the <laughs> face. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yep, exactly. <laughs> so, so you started out with, uh, in, while you were in graduate school and, uh, one of the first things you started working with was the trauma center, mainly with the, the, um, with the sexual assault victims. So, uh, it started there and this is great because it, this kind of like a, this is kind of like a cultivation of, of empathy almost. It sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. So where did it go from there? Seizure Salad, Fuster Cluck Epilepticus is produced and hosted by Michael Ball. The song Seizure Boy, courtesy of Watsky, and used with permission. Find more great music and poetry on his website, georgewatsky.com. Original logo painting by Brent Olson of Olson Studios. Follow our podcast, like our Facebook page, whatever floats your boat, just keep listening. And join us again soon for another episode of Seizure Salad. Until then, remember, unexpect the expected, and that it's all in your head. <laughs>